Capital Market Insights from ICMA. I'm Andy Hill from ICMA's Market Practice and Regulatory Policy Team, and I'm going to provide a short update on latest developments in the MAFIA review from the perspective of bond market transparency. On June 29, the trilogue discussions involving the EU Council and European Parliament for the MAFIA review came to their political conclusion. While ICMA was very focused on some of the technical issues related to the introduction of an EU consolidated tape for bonds and the related transparency framework, the regulatory discussions were dominated by other topics, in particular the details for the equity consolidated tape, payment for order flow, and the reporting obligation for commodity derivatives. While we wait for the final regulatory text, ICMA has reason to believe that the following has been agreed with respect to the bond consolidated tape and transparency regime, while cautioning that there is still the possibility of changes to the final text. Let's start with the deferral regime. ICMA believes that the co-legislators have settled on a deferral framework for bonds. The five deferral categories proposed by the Council and Parliament are similar to those proposed by ICMA, with the timelines largely consistent with the Parliament proposal, with different delays depending on the relative size of the transaction and whether the underlying bonds are liquid or illiquid. This ranges from below 15 minutes for small trades in liquid bonds to four weeks for very large trades. Category 4 transactions, which are large trades in illiquid bonds, have raised the most concern. ICMA understands that it is proposed to apply a deferral of two days for price and two weeks for size. ICMA has advocated for both the price and volume deferral for these Category 4 transactions to be aligned and ideally to be at least two weeks. The reason for requesting alignment is that, as discussed previously, it is relatively easy to infer a lot of information about a bond trade from seeing price alone. This includes whether it is a risk trade, i.e. a market maker has taken the trade onto its books, the direction of the trade, as well as its relative size. Turning to sovereign bond deferrals. Currently, the regulation provides for national competent authorities to elect for the aggregation of trades in their respective sovereign bond markets. This limits the amount of useful information available to market participants. The co-legislators appear to have agreed on the European Parliament's proposal, allowing for NCAs to elect for either the omission of the publication of the volume of an individual transaction for an extended period of time not exceeding six months, or the deferral of the publication of the details of several transactions in an aggregated form for an extended time period not exceeding six months. This is largely welcome, a largely welcomed improvement on the existing sovereign bond aggregation framework, which allows for trades to be aggregated indefinitely. Next, pre-trade reporting obligations. ICMA and its members have advocated for the removal of the pre-trade reporting requirement. 
related to requests for quotes to systematic internalizers. This is because the regime is disproportionately onerous and generally not used. This appears to have been taken on board by the co-legislators with the deletion of the SI pre-trade reporting for non-equities. Next, the application of deferrals. The European Parliament introduced a proposal for the application of deferrals to be applied by the eventual consolidated tape provider, in addition to those applied by authorised publication arrangements and trading venues. While some market participants point to the potential efficiency and consistency of having a single point of application, Many felt that this was incompatible with the current reporting ecosystem and would lead to additional cost and risks. It was also noted that such a significant change to market architecture should have been proposed much earlier in the regulatory process in order to allow for sufficient scrutiny as well as a cost-benefit analysis. ICMA understands that this proposal has been dropped. So moving to next steps, while political agreement on the MIFIR review has been reached, the technical deliberations, particularly those related to the equity tape, are likely to continue into the summer. The final text will still need to be signed off by the Council and Parliament, as well as being subject to legal review and translation before it can be published in the EU official journal, after which it will enter into law. ICMA would expect this process to be finalized sometime before the end of 2023. Meanwhile, the UK FCA has published a consultation paper on a UK consolidated tape. ICMA is currently working in, on its response with members. A further consultation paper on the UK transparency framework is expected in Q4 of 2023, to which ICMA will also respond. The go live for a UK consolidated tape is likely to be early 2025. Many thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.